everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Mind Your Business, a podcast that prioritizes your mind. You can find the link to our last episode where we spoke about the romanticizing of self-care on our Instagram bio. For today's episode, we will be focusing on allyship with and within the LGBTQIA+ community. I have a feeling this one's going to be extra interesting and fun. Right, Kuhu? Definitely. I'm so excited for today's discussion and especially with uh, Pride Month having just passed, I think we celebrate pride in a month but it's so important to be mindful of your behavior and just be mindful of the community every single day of the year and celebrate pride every single day of the year so i'm really glad that we're doing this episode and i'm super excited for today's guest as well yeah i totally agree it's 2020 and while the world has become comparatively accepting is acceptance enough like shouldn't there be more to it than just support and acceptance and if so how exactly can we do more and be better allies to the community you know exactly and you know when you talk about being an ally that's something i immediately pick up on right like what is an ally it's so important to define it and just be mindful of what we say when we use that word right yeah definitely could you give us a quick definition Hmm I think for me an ally is basically someone who would like perhaps use their position and their privilege in society to support and empower the community you know supporting equal civil rights gender equality and equity and on a personal level being just good friends and good people to the queer community that's just my understanding yeah that's my understanding too actually and speaking of allyship within within the community and to get a better understanding of the same i'd like to introduce our guest speaker for today mx riya sharma riya is a tedx speaker an lgbtqi plus youth activist and the co-founder of the jimmy foundation they have been working tirelessly towards creating awareness about issues of gender and sexuality through various platforms including workshops advertisements like the camp for chocolate campaign and short films including the critically acclaimed documentary film closet which was screened at the kashish film festival their story split ends was produced and showcased at many places as well hello riya thank you so much for joining us today thank you so much malika for such a great introduction and i feel that you know uh, podcasts and uh, discussions like these are very important as you said that you know we now we need to understand what allyship is So yeah I mean I'm really excited for this session and I hope that a lot of people um um you know find help from this Thank you so much Riya we're so so excited to have you here with us I think we're both huge fans of your work and before we begin um I would like the listeners to know a little bit more about you so yes. you use MX right could you like yes. tell the listeners what that stands for and the relevance it has Absolutely so um I um, I came to know about MX just a couple of years back and I was hmm. actually facing through a very hard time emotionally because I hmm. was constantly you know dysphoric about my gender I was not able to figure out what I actually you know feel like do I feel like a boy or do I feel like a girl and I realized that hmm. my gender was constantly fluid and I could not fit into any binaries I could not fit anywhere basically and my gender was constantly fluid but you know when i started you know uh, when when i started talking about my journey um i realized that i had to use pronouns like she because i look like a she 
I had to use the prefix MS, miss. And I didn't feel comfortable with it because that was not me. And then I came to know about this through my inspiration, Durga Gavde. And uh, so basically, MX is a gender neutral prefix. So it's basically, if you imagine it, if you visualize it, you cancel the S and the R from the binary prefix and it makes the X. It's, it's MX and it, it's basically a gender neutral uh, prefix that a lot of non-binary people use these days. And it's actually a safe space to be in. That's actually really, that's super interesting. And it's like good to know, like for us and also like the audience, you know, there's just so much we don't know. And like, that was a very nice explanation. So thank you. Yeah. And especially when you spoke about the visualization, I think it's really, really important that we keep in mind that so much of our like language is binary, right? Like even just using the prefixes. So changing up the culture of that, I think super important. Um, so as per tradition, what we do on this mm-hmm. podcast is we start the discussion off with a quote. So uh, the quote goes, as an ally, it's not your job to be a therapist or a counselor, but it is your job to listen to the LGBTQIA plus people in your life, to ask, to be aware and offer support wherever you can. So let's start with Ria. Like, do you have any thoughts about this quote? Absolutely. So um, if I... If I were to, you know, uh, reflect on my life, I think allies saved my life, honestly. Because um, I was, I mean, any LGBT person goes through a very hard time when, you know, they are exploring themselves, when they are trying to figure out. And that is the time when you feel very alone. You don't have anyone to talk to. Um, And, uh, you know, when I I entered college, my friends were the people who uh, motivated me to be myself and not fear <laughs> to be gay or to be gender fluid. And they mm-hmm. came out as brilliant allies because they were, you know, they, were, they, they actually did not care about my sexuality or my gender. They treated me equally. And I didn't expect that at that point of time because I was, had, had constantly faced bullying. I had constantly faced, you know, uh, uh, ne- you know pe- people neglected me in my school. And so, you hmm. know, that transition to find allies in my life who are so, you know, who are so selfless in supporting me, it really saved my life. And immediately after that, I actually came out to my parents. So because my friends were there, um, you know, there as great allies, I got the power to come out to my parents. And so I feel that, you know, absolutely, if if you have a person to talk to, if if a person is a good listener, it actually saves a lot of life. So, yeah, I definitely feel that the quote is brilliant and it's beautiful. I, I really liked what you said about, like, you know, finding comfort in your friends and then, like, get ha- like that support enabling yeah. you to, like, tell your parents and come out to them. Because I just feel like it's so important to just be, like, more informed friends. And, you know, like... Mm-hmm. I've heard so many people say things like, oh, you know, I don't have any friends from within the community, so I don't mm-hmm. need to know like certain things, specific yeah. things. But I feel like that's the that's also like a problem. Like we need to be mm-hmm. informed from before yeah. so that in the future, if we ever do come across someone, we already have made that safe space for them to feel free to talk mm-hmm. to us because mm-hmm. families and society makes it so tough already. The least we can do as friends is, you know, create a homely environment for people. Yeah, absolutely. So Malika, um, you, 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 you put it very right. And I remember that, you know, just a year back, 
what we started doing was we started using um you know these gender pronouns we started putting it uh, on our instagram accounts on our facebook on our linkedin um and yeah. we and we basically put up preferred gender pronouns and you know what happened a lot of lgbt people a lot of gender non binary people found safe spaces and they and they and they got the power to you know come out to the world after that i mean mm-hmm. i remember that a lot of uh, you know a lot of my straight friends put that and they have had mm-hmm. you know crisis calls coming up to them and they mm-hmm. and so you know creating this and you know creating this safe space um, already actually you know is very helpful for people who are still in the closet yeah so so even if you don't have friends you can basically save a life if you are a good ally if you're open about it i think that's beautiful when you say that even just small acts like putting your pronouns in your bio as yeah. straight people i think you don't realize how much power that has right mm-hmm. and how much of a safe space it creates mm-hmm. but i think this is a brilliant segue into my next question riya you are someone who works a lot on educating people on the non binary spectrum as well as the gender spectrum right so could you tell us a little bit about the different kinds of pronouns and all the terms that we use within the lgbtqia plus community when we talk about gender we need to you know understand that it's a spectrum and uh, a lot of times people li- might fall you know anywhere in the spectrum it's not just the binaries uh and uh, and so when we talk about gender pronouns uh why is it important is because a lot of people might not feel um comfortable to use pronouns like he or she because they do not identify as that so i mean when we talk about these pronouns uh it gives you a safe space to be yourself and it has been a recent phenomena that we started talking about gender non binary gender fluidity gender neutrality and so you know people who do not identify as cis have formed a safe space for themselves where they can express themselves fully you know first by using pronouns first uh, the second you know these uh, prefix that we that we have started mm-hmm. using fashion um has 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 played a big role we have started accepting gender neutral gender fluid fashion so you know these small steps really you know help a person to cope up with their dysphoria so what is dysphoria is you know dysphoria is a situation where you're constantly not able to figure out what you uh, identify as so when i was going through dysphoria my dysphoria was not constant it it was fluid uh because mm-hmm. you know at certain point of times i feel comfortable with my body um i am as uh, assigned female at birth but i am gender fluid so there were times mm-hmm. where i would completely feel okay with my body but there were times where i would feel completely dysphoric so dysphoria is a situation where you're just not you know comfortable with your um uh, with your body and so you know uh, using the right pronouns or um, accepting a person's fashion or accepting a person's uh, prefix and uh, using it appropriately really helps a person to deal with dysphoria because dysphoria is a war with yourself i accept it but when the other person when allies actually make an effort to you know uh, 
to create a safe space for the other person it actually helps a lot so so we need to start with understanding that you know nothing is binary in this world when we talk about gender it's it's fluid it's a spectrum and everyone should be open to explore their spectrum so even if you are a cis person you should be um, you know open to exploring the entire spectrum and understanding neutrality and i think it's a beautiful space to be in for everybody yeah i think that's great and also i feel like as allies one thing you can do is just ask because i understand like it can get complicated at times but the whole point is to want to be more informed and just know more also like while we're talking about using like the correct terms and labels i also think there are certain labels we should refrain from using like you know mm. when people ask a gay couple like oh so who's the girl mm. in the relationship i just think it's yeah. so offensive to ask something like that it is it is absolutely so i mean we have we have created these stereotypes and stigma f- uh, just because of the convenience that we had because you know we have always felt that you know the default is a straight heterosexual relationship and even if mm. we want to accept a gay relationship or homosexual relationship we try to fit it into the cis idea of being in yeah. a relationship you know being a man being a woman who's the man so honestly i have myself got this question a lot of times and uh, and i'm like okay i am in a lesbian relationship nobody can be a man here so um so yeah that does not make sense but we what we do is basically fit our you know ideas into uh, the default that we see definitely i think it really sucks how we just see the heteronormative standard as like the standard yes. for all relationships right mm. and um, it becomes so tough not only to um, our relationships but also to the standard that we set when we talk about stuff mm. right so if like if a friend comes out to you and this is your default on oh who's the man in the relationship or oh who's the girl in the relationship it can be so damaging not just mm. to your friendship but also to what the person is thinking about like coming out and their relationship so if someone does come out to you ria if someone as a friend chooses to come out to you how do you think you should show support in the right way yeah so i mean i think this is a very important question because uh you know as i said that friends play a very big role when you're coming out or when you're exploring yourself so according to mm. me when when a person comes out to you uh i think that you should be educated beforehand uh you know uh, about lgbt and uh, and after that you can definitely have a talk with him uh talk with them and know what they are going through because if they have come out to you uh they really trust you because coming out is a very personal um you know very personal phenomenon it's a very personal progress and if they had the courage to come out to you it means that they really trust you so i think the first step would be not to break trust uh by you know pr- uh, broadcasting it to everybody so do not hmm. forcefully yeah. uh, you know uh, uh you know for- forcefully make someone come out to other people first would be that second would be understand their journey because there uh, there there could be overlaps in their journey they could actually be uh, say uh, gay gender fluid and also polyamorous right mm-hmm. they could be anything 
so i think the second step would be to understand their journey and uh, understand their requirements so if they come out as homosexual you could also go forward and ask if um, you 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 can go forward and ask what the pronouns they um, they are comfortable with so that in future you can stand by them so that you know educating yourself educating yourself about the journey is very important and also uh, you know uh, do not uh, you know push them to the margins if you're talking about say uh, you you know if you're talking about something that's very um hetero heteronormative heterosexual then you can actually include them by um giving examples giving normal examples of you know homosexual relationships so a lot of time we just feel left out so i think these small steps to you know understanding their journey understanding their pronouns understanding what they feel um really makes a big difference uh so yeah i think i think my my idea of um, allyship would be to just supporting the person regardless of whatever they identify as but at the same time educating yourself about the journey and the entire baby community yeah i completely agree especially what you said about taking small steps because um, hmm. you know my sister when her um, best friend came out to her i remember hmm. she did simple things like she accompanied him to his first pride she put yeah. up like a pride flag on her bedroom wall so every time he was over you know it's just like these small things just show your emotional support Ab- as an ally to someone absolutely absolutely and it makes a big difference i mean people don't understand it uh, mm. but you know these these small uh, actions really matter a lot yeah. yeah also since we brought this up i kind of wanted to ask the reverse of this like how do you go about your friendship if you personally have like a hint or an itch that your friend might be from the community but they're kind of like still coming to terms with it but they haven't come out to you yet but you can hmm. see them like you know kind of struggling with it so how do you kind of yeah. navigate that relationship then i think uh, you know i have had these experiences my Uh, one of my best friends was um, um you know was from the community and they hadn't come out to me back then so mm-hmm. but i had a clue that you know they might be from the lgbt community but again as i said you cannot force anyone to come out to you yeah. um so uh, uh so yeah i mean i i started talking to them about you know my life how i figured out about my sexuality i recommended them some books some talks you know um uh, uh, so that they could you know read it um, expose themselves to the community and uh, and you know uh, understand them i i remember that i took them to my first pride and i told them that you know this is an experience that you will love uh may you be straight or or just my ally so actually i i i presented them as you know my ally my friend mm. and then took them to the pride and i knew that somewhere they would absolutely feel comfortable accepted because perhaps it was uh, you know it was the non acceptance from the society that was you know uh, pulling them back from coming out so i felt mm-hmm. that you know pride is a very safe space where you have people from the community everybody loves you so yes. i took them to the pride and they really you know uh, felt kind of liberated from going to pride and then i started educating them about my journey i started educating them about 
you know my my relationship back then i started educating them about lgbt um gender and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so i i think that uh, you know and my my support was always unconditional you know they could always talk to me about anything and uh, you know slowly i f- I, i felt that you know uh, they were comfortable to you know you, you uh, to talk to me about their feelings you know initially about uh, their attraction towards another woman and then later on you know when they were comfortable with the whole idea of lgbt and they got to know that there would be um you know supportive people around i think that you know it really helped them and they eventually came out to me as um, um as queer so i also um, invited them to my house where you know my my parents um talked to them about my journey how i came out to uh, you know uh, them and stuff like that so you know then they knew that no matter what happens i would be there the my parents would be there the entire lgbt community would be there to support them and so it was a very beautiful journey of them coming out and i think i think these small things do matter yeah, yeah. so that was my process of you know helping them out through their um, hard times i think so, that's so beautiful and something that you said that really struck me was how your support was unconditional that becomes so important right because there's so much fear attached to coming out and there's so much fear that things will change but for you to say that to your friend that you know you are there unconditionally for them no matter what happens i think it's it's beautiful and we we don't have to over analyze it like you said right we just <laughs> be patient absolutely and we need to create a safe space for them i think that is more than enough just letting them know that we are there for them and learning to wait for them instead of forcing them to like come out to us you know absolutely because coming out is a very personal you know uh, process i mean people people take years and years to identify themselves and you know one day if they feel secure and uh, safe only then would they come out to you so hmm, yeah. so yeah i mean one Which, needs to keep that in mind like what you said that it's so personal and i would like to hmm. like add something there that you know even if i feel like if someone does come out to us Mm-hmm. it doesn't give us the right to go around introducing them to people they don't know or haven't come out absolutely. to yet absolutely right absolutely yeah like you know you see like um for example if you're like you're meeting another group of people and someone like mm-hmm. introduces mm-hmm. you as oh look this is my gay best friend i just feel like it's oh not it's yeah. so <laughs> insulting and exposing to say something like that absolutely so if you if you happen to say that then you are not being a good ally actually because mm-hmm. a friend is a friend yeah uh, you know uh, so if i have a straight friend i wouldn't say that you know look she, um, you know they are my straight friend or mm-hmm. if a person identifies from a particular community i wouldn't say that you know this is my this is my this this friend it's just a friend right yeah. so you know uh, it's a tag that you know the queer community has um you know has got you know the lesbian mm. friend the gay best friend mm. uh, it's just mm. being friend it's it's like you know differentiating um uh, you know relationships so i think that yes it's it's very offensive to see that people do that definitely and you know when you're talking about being better friends and just being more supportive mm. you know i always struggle with this do you 
think that we also need to learn how to sometimes take steps back and not overcrowd or overwhelm friends you know because sometimes if someone is queer uh, they might want to explore that identity by themselves as well right by going to different events or making uh, other friends and while it's really important to support them and show up for them do you also think it's important for them to you know make that journey by themselves absolutely so i mean i feel that any relationship may it be friendship or um, or or being in a romantic relationship the communication is really important so if hmm. a person wants to you know explore their identity more i think a supportive friend would be one that would give the freedom um, you know to understand themselves by themselves by you know um, attending these events and meeting other people because um because that's how you actually figure out you meet a lot of people you talk to them understand about the journey connect to them form a bond and you know uh and and then you figure out who, who you are and your identity you said it absolutely right that you know sometimes you actually need to step back and there needs to be a communication that you know the stepping back is not not supporting but it's actually giving them the space to explore themselves yeah i i completely agree like even that plays like a huge part in being a good ally yeah. and coming to concluding i wanted to also um just focus a little about differential treatment like i know mm-hmm. this conversation has been about being more mm-hmm. informed and caring and supporting but sometimes do you think that could lead to kind of tiptoeing around friends or overcompensating or being extra understanding basically like treating them with too much sympathy or forgiving any bad behavior just because they've mm. shared their story with us i'd love to get your take on this ria like at the mm. end of the day they're looking mm. for support and not pity right so as we say in psychology empathy and sympathy is different and so mm. i think the lgbt community requires empathy where the other person understands you and respects you and respects you as a person respects your space but absolutely it does not mean that you do not give them feedbacks right and i think that to become a good person as a you know as a queer person too the support that's required is actually a, an honest support you should not be blind to any mistakes that anyone does so yeah. you know like like harish my guide says that you know any person can be a criminal a gay person can be a criminal um, a straight person can be a him criminal a trans person can be a criminal it's not you know you you cannot be sympathetic just because a person comes out to you about their hard journey hmm. right you need to be honest and that's what you know again allyship is supporting them unconditionally but you know uh, being very honest with the other person Yeah I think that's really important and you know for me um another question that I had my last question was you know sometimes we think that just because we don't know anybody from the community or just because we haven't had any experiences with people from the community it's not important for us to be aware of these things and it's not important for us to take note of these things so mm-hmm. ria What do you think even if we don't have friends from within the community do you think mm-hmm. that these things are not important for us to take note of I think you know we should be aware about um about every community that exists in India and be uh be 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 respectful to their needs because mm-hmm. as i said you know even even before people had lgbt friends they started putting 
these you know gender pronouns um, on their social media and they helped mm-hmm. other people and uh, you know uh, it said that in every uh, in every 10 people there's one queer person that exists so mm-hmm. in future i'm sure that you will encounter some or the other lgbt person and it's important to be aware about it beforehand so that mm-hmm. you have the time to understand it completely because lgbt um, as a community can be very complex you know we talk about gender we talk about sex we talk about sexuality you know then there are people who are bisexual pansexual and there's a reason that there's a plus after lgbt because there there are so many permutations and combinations so you should be aware about their needs beforehand so that you know you create a safe space for them already so that they can come out right so yeah. it's 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 not vice versa that you know uh, you have a space safe space and then you come out you have to create a safe space so that people come out and i remember that my friends do started exploring their fashion they started exploring themselves their gender and stuff like that so you know the 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 path towards educating themselves uh, uh themselves in lgbt for me helped them to understand themselves so i feel that you know everybody should be educated to be knowledgeable and to understand themselves in totality i i love the two words you used one was that it's not vice versa and before that when you yeah. said that it's unconditional and i think those two words just kind of sum up the entire discussion for today like that's just what you need to keep in mind to be a good ally so with that we come to the end of another episode i really will be taking a lot from today's episode and i really hope everyone listening will too thank you so much for being a part of this and being such an awesome guest genuinely riya it was so good talking to you today uh, thank you so much for you know um giving me the um, honor to you know collaborate with you all and talk about this because this is how we become good allies by talking to each other yeah. and understanding each other's journey <laughs> definitely yeah. and i think you're so candid in not only your experience but you know wanting to tell us more about the community and i learn so much every time i hear you speak it was just a really awesome experience thank you so much for joining us today thank you everyone listening for tuning in uh, and remember uh, it's your mind your business until next time bye bye